Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. to admit that he panicked, even for just a second, until he turned his head and found a note in place of Lynn on his pillow. Just cooking breakfast, head down when you're up. Signed with an ornate L and a small heart that Lynn always signed his notes with, no matter how short and hurried they were. It always awoke complicated feelings in Kalen's chest whenever he looked at it. He rolled out of bed, placing his feet on the floor and stretching his arms up and over his head. It took him a while longer to get up completely, pulling on some boxes before heading into the centre of the room to do his morning stretches. Lynn was surely used to the routine by now. Sometimes he would stay up here and watch Kaylin stretch, other times he would leave him be. Kaylin had offered for him to join in the stretching, but Lynn had quickly shaken his head. Trust me. He replied, completely deadpan. You do not want to see me try and stretch. I pull muscles reaching over to grab my books. Kalen had tried to explain that the more he stretched, the less that would happen, but Lynn still steadfastly refused to join in. It was his loss, he supposed. It was about half an hour before he finally padded downstairs, enjoying the smell of bacon that was drifting from the kitchen. He had told Lynn that they absolutely couldn't eat fully cooked breakfast every day, and that he didn't have the metabolism of a full elf, and he seemed to take it on board. Once a week, he offered, refusing to back down further than that. The rest of the week they ate fruits or freshly baked bread, or something that lent itself to a properly balanced diet. Kaylin hated to think how Lynn had been eating beforehand. Heading through to the kitchen, he found Lynn standing at one of the counters up to his wrists in bread dough. He was wearing a short-sleeved shirt, the first time that Kaylin had ever seen him in one, and slightly less tailored trousers with bare feet. His ears swivelled as soon as Kaylin walked in, picking him up despite how quiet Kaylin had tried to be. Morning, handsome, he called over his shoulder, a grin stretching from ear to ear that Kaylin could feel even though he hadn't turned around. I thought I'd let you lie in this morning. You've got a hard enough day ahead of you. Kalen raised an eyebrow, moving over to stand behind him, resting his hands on his hips and stepping up close to him. You're eager with this whole testing thing, aren't you? He asked, stretching up slightly to rest his chin on Lynn's shoulder. Mm Mm-hmm. Super eager to start studying you. He giggled, pulling the dough out of the bowl and starting to knead it on the countertop. Kalen couldn't help but press closer, enjoying the way Lynn's muscle just moved underneath his skin as he put his whole body into the task. Plus, we don't have anything else to do today, right? Why not start working on the testing process? 
I can promise you that you'll enjoy them. They're not half as bad as they sound. Kalen nodded slightly, enough for Lynn to feel it on his shoulder before tilting his head to kiss his neck softly. Alright, I trust you. Just don't get mad if I get over-competitive. Kalen was panting as he let loose another spell, decimating the dummy that was coming towards him on a rail. That was number 11, without a break, but he refused to give up now. His singing had most definitely decreased in quality the further he went on. Quick bursts of a melody in between the heavier breaths as his body desperately tried to gain oxygen. Lin was stood back behind him, watching over the machinery he had hooked Kalen up to and the desperately scribbling down notes the more that Kalen fought. This was the first test of the day, and already Kalen knew it was going to be the last. He had only been doing this for three minutes, max, but he was almost passing out. Lin certainly didn't like to hang back, apparently. He raised his hand again, desperately fighting for the spell to release, but it just wouldn't come. Again and again he tried, but there was nothing there. After a few more moments, he tried a weaker spell, still taking the dummy, but causing Lin to chuckle and throw a lever next to his hand. Eleven. Not bad. That's more than a lot of people I have in here, you know. Kaelin took the opportunity to fall to his knees, finally taking proper breaths now he no longer had to sing. He could hear Lin move around behind him, messing with the machinery he had set up and scribbling down information in his little notepad. After a moment, Lin came to sit down next to him, slowly reaching over and starting to peel off some of the wires he had stuck to Kaelin's skin. He couldn't help but hiss quietly as the stickers were pulled away and Lin quietly apologised under his breath. Sorry. I need to get them off you, though. You understand, right? He murmured quietly, before slowly helping Kaelin sit down properly on the floor. That's all we need to do for today. We'll come back tomorrow, or whenever you wanted to resume. Kaelin nodded, closing his eyes and trying to regulate his breathing. His heart was thrumming in his ears, beating a rhythm to accompany the beeping of Lin's machines now that they had been disconnected from him. The machines all went quiet slowly as Lin turned them off, and Kaelin could do nothing but try and recover from the exhaustion he was feeling right down in his bones. Before he knew it, there was a glass being pressed against his lips. He pulled back for a second out of nothing but pure instinct, but Lin sat down next to him. Drink it. I'll help you out, I promise. Won't give you any magic back, but it will really help with the feeling tired, he explained, and Kaelin ended up taking the glass and drinking it down as fast as he could. Whoa, whoa, slow down a little, sweetheart, Lynn exclaims, but Kaelin didn't listen. If this would have the horrid feeling in his muscles, he would drink it as fast as physically possible. That was... brutal. He ended up gasping, letting the glass drop to the floor and roll away. Could have, uh, could have warned me it would be like that, he said accusingly, finally deciding to lie down on his back and close his eyes. Maybe he would just take a nap here. Yeah, it sounded nice. I did tell you I would push you to the limit, Lynn chuckled, and Kaelin felt him lie down next to him. It was never really going to be comfortable, 
Kaylin sighed, shuffling around on the floor to try and get comfortable despite how solid it was. Lynn must have noticed, for he started to stand up himself and crouch down next to him. Come on, I'll put you on the bath. I've got a couple of things that are really going to help you out, he soothed, and for a moment, Kaylin actually debated it before he opened one eye to look at him. No offence, but there is no way you are going to be able to carry me, he responded, still having to speak between deep breaths. Lynn's face fell, and for a moment, Kaylin felt more than a little selfish for saying it. But it was true. Lynn struggled to carry bags which didn't have an enchantment on them. I know, but you can lean on me, Lynn pouted, holding out his hand to pull Kaylin up to his feet. It's really not far to the bath. I'll put you in there and then fill it up so you don't need to stand for too much longer. Kaylin looked at his hand for a second before slowly taking it. He could see flashes in his mind of falling over, dragging Lynn down with him and the both of them ending in a pile of limbs on the hard floor. They'd be lucky not to break anything. But, in the end, the call of a warm bath was much more tempting than any apprehension at the pain that could come after. He took Lynn's hand, using the last of his strength to stand himself up before almost collapsing against Lynn's side. It was awkward, with how much taller Lynn was than him, but the elf eventually wrapped an arm around his back, slinging his own arm over his shoulder. It must have been crouched very uncomfortably, but he didn't seem to complain. Now, now Kaelin could see why Lynn had wanted to do this so late in the evening. There was no way he would have been able to do anything after this. The whole day of being completely aware he wasn't allowed to do magic was hard, sure, but not as hard as trying to function after that test would have been. It was a slow walk, almost too slow to even be called a walk. It was more like a shuffle along the hallway to the ensuite bathroom in Lynn's room. At least the lab was on the same floor as the bedrooms, which was... Why is your lab on the third floor and not the ground floor? That makes no sense, Kaylin asked, trying to ignore the shortness of breath that was still taking over him. You know, I have no idea, Lynn responded with a laugh. It was my father's. I'm almost... carrying on with his research. He put it on the third floor and... I just moved in when he got a better one at work. Never really questioned it before, although it always has been annoying to drag all the damn machinery upstairs. Kaylin couldn't help but giggle quietly in response, leaning heavier and heavier on Lynn the further he went. You never thought to ask him one of those times you were trying to haul all the machinery up. He chuckled, arm clasping tighter to Lynn's side. Never really came up. Lynn responded, readjusting his grip as they made it into the bedroom. Change of plan. I'm going to throw you on the bed, run the bath, and then take you through. Give us both a rest. Kaelin couldn't disagree with that. His legs were screaming at him by this point, and he didn't think he would be able to go much further like this. Lynn's bed was almost supernaturally comfortable, too, his old elvish instincts meaning that it was covered in blankets and big fluffy pillows so he could feel like he was back in a nest. 
Caelan flopped down onto his back, letting himself sink into the big, fluffy comforter that Lynn insisted on keeping on the bed despite the heat of the north really kicking in. Usually he would complain, but right now it felt so luxurious that he couldn't even begin to feel mad about it. He heard Lynn turn the water on in the other room and knew that the huge jacuzzi-sized tub was being filled. Lynn had told him, almost as soon as he had gotten here, that he rarely ever used it before, much preferring the ease of just jumping in the shower to get clean. It had gotten a lot more use since then, Lynn and Kaylin sharing it at least every day, for both innocent and not-so-innocent means. What kind of bath oil do you want? Lynn shouted through from the bathroom. I have two that will help your muscles, one that kind of smells like marshmallows, and one that smells of, like, chamomile and sandalwood. Marshmallow is intriguing me, Kaylin called back, not really looking forward to having to make the long walk over to the bathroom, even with Lynn's help. Alright, marshmallow it is, came the response, and he could just about hear Lynn heading back into the bathroom the quiet fizzing of whatever he was adding to the water. He knew, logically, that the bath would feel amazing, but right now he wanted nothing more than to stay lying in this bed, falling asleep in the covers. He hadn't felt like nesting in an awful long time, and he wanted to fight the instinct now. It was good enough telling himself that he didn't really want to nest because Lynn was here, but more because of the general surroundings. This bed was practically set up to be a nest. It was only natural that it made him want to curl up and sleep in as many of the blankets as possible. Nothing to do with the fact that Lynn's scent still clung to them. Nothing at all. It wasn't too long before Lynn came back into the room, moving over to the bed and tugging at his belt. Come on, we should get you undressed here, not while you're standing in the bathroom. Kaelin groaned loudly in response, but still tilted his hips up to let Lynn undress him, before holding up his hands so Lynn could help him sit up. Once he was upright, Lynn pulled his shirt up and over his head, taking a moment once it was off to kiss the top of his forehead. Kaelin couldn't help but groan as his arms were pulled up and over, the muscles screaming in complaint of being manipulated in such a way. Maybe you should wear something with buttons next time, honey, Lynn mumbled against his forehead, before folding up his shirt and resting it on the bed. Are you ready for me to get you into the bath? Kaelin nodded, letting his arms fall down around Lynn's shoulders, and using him to help stand up. Lynn stumbled for just a moment, before correcting himself easily, and taking him into the bathroom much smoother than he had before. Did you... did something change? Kaelin asked, feeling how Lynn moved differently. Lynn might have been able to deny it. Kaelin would have written it off as a problem with himself. If it wasn't for the way his ears dropped enough to tap the top of Kaelin's head. I have some potions in the bathroom from when I really need to use them. I'll regret it tomorrow, but for now it's fine he whispered, almost sounding like he was ashamed. Oh great, Kaelin responded. We're both going to be completely useless tomorrow. That's not worrying at all. He felt Lynn's ears drop down again and 
For a moment, he genuinely felt bad about his tone of voice. I promise you'll be okay tomorrow. I'll still be able to move around, I might just... Complain a bit more than usual, that's all, Lynn replied, finally getting Kaelin into the bathroom. The bath was plenty big enough for the two of them, and smelt absolutely divine. Kaelin didn't usually go for sickly sweet smells, but there was something about this that made it somewhat tolerable. The bubbles were a creamy white colour, and suddenly he wanted nothing more than to be submerged in them. Come here. Lynn said, and moments later Kaelin was being lifted into the air. It was strange, especially coming from Lynn, but he still stepped over into the bath, slowly lowering the two of them until they were both underwater. He had been right. The water was heavenly. The bubbles burst across his skin in a way that must have been magical, almost massaging at his skin and at his tired muscles. The scent was even stronger here, filling his nose and making him feel sleepy. Normally, he would be concerned that there was some kind of drug in here, but... Well, he hated to admit it, but he trusted Lynn. What are the effects of this oil? He asked sleepily, leaning his head back onto Lynn's collarbone and letting his eyes fall closed. Lynn was gently massaging all of his biggest muscle groups, pressing confidently as if he knew exactly what to do. There's lavender in here. It doesn't magically make you sleepy, but definitely makes you more likely to fall asleep if you're tired. He explained slowly, pressing a kiss to Kaelin's temple. And well, that checked out at least. He leant into the kiss, eyes still closed as he just enjoyed it. So, we're not going to do this tomorrow because I'm going to be too tired to carry you. But are you okay to carry on doing this? now that you know what it entails. I promise I'm not going to push you to this point again, this part of the test is over, Link continued, keeping his hands moving across Kaelin's skin. Did I pass the test? Kaelin asked sleepily, smiling a little at his own joke. With flying colours, Lynn responded, and Kaelin could feel his own smile against his back. You did a lot better than other people I've tested. And you're not complaining as much as they did either. Did you always take a bath with them after? Kaelin asked, smirking despite his exhaustion. Nope, Lynn giggled back, squeezing Kaelin's hips gently. Never tested someone as handsome as you before, no need to bring them back to bed. Kaelin didn't really want to drift off to sleep. He had always been warned against sleeping in the bath, but if Lynn was here, that would be fine, wouldn't it? It wasn't like he was about to drown. He woke up, briefly, in Lynn's arms as the elf carried him back to bed. He felt himself being laid on a towel in the middle of the bed, before being wrapped up in that and covered in warm blankets. He was still far too tired to want to move, but when Lynn laid down behind him, wrapping an arm tight around his waist, he couldn't help but shuffle further backwards into it. <laughs>